say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. It's that special time of weekend where you decide to listen to these three guys talk about sports. We don't know much, but we do know is that SeatGeek has the best offer around for tickets. What you don't know is that Ticketmaster and all these other ticket fronts are just screwing you in fees. They're telling you this is the price, take it or leave it. What SeatGeek does, they're honorable, they're just, they're noble. They will tell you whether you're getting the best deal or not. They will show you red, green, middle, orange color, kind of what you're getting. They want to get you the best opportunity for your game that you want to go see and support your team. NFL is going on, college, we got MLB playoffs right around the corner. You want to go out and see your team play, and you can. It's so easy. Go to SeatGeek.com, use promo code OPENINGKICKOFF for $20 off your first order. Opening kickoff, promo code. Use it. And you will enjoy the best time of your life at your next team's sporting event. Welcome into this edition of the Opening Kickoff Podcast. Our thanks to Peyton Gerard, as always, for coming up with these sterling ad reads. Mm-hmm. You can use promo code opening kickoff at SeatGeek.com. We'll talk about our friends at Drizzly a little bit later on. I'm your host, Dave Stommel. We've got Peyton Gerard, Brandon Stevens. It's just the three amigos this week on the pod. Mm-hmm. we got a lot to discuss, though, in the NFL. We're going to talk about, is Jacksonville legit? We'll get into all that. We'll look ahead to week four. And uh, Peyton has a story for us that we'll get to here in a couple minutes. One of the things that we are getting into, Peyton brought up, the MLB playoffs. Friday was Albert Pools hitting two home runs against the Los Angeles Dodgers to get to 700. The other story of note in baseball right now is Aaron Judge trying to close in on Roger Maris's 61 home run season. Of course, everybody will say, well, it's not the number McGuire put up or Bonds in a single season. We're not here to debate that merit because technically – if you believe the old school of the steroid era shouldn't count, Maris is the <clears throat> single season home run record. My question to both of you is this. Which one did you care more about? Come on. It's our pools. Like I watched I watched the guy growing up. Like I mean, it was like one of the cool it's like one of those coolest things. Like you finally like this is it. You know, I think I tweeted, I texted in the group, he retires right now. Like immediately, just take your cap, uniform off, put it on the field and just walk away. That's it. It's over. So um, for me, it's pools. Yeah, it was definitely pools for me. I mean, you're talking about a guy who I guess kind of forcefully played, <laughs> you know, till he was 40 years old. Felt like pools should have retired a long time ago, but I think, uh, in the back of his mind, he wanted to hit this, even though, you know, people asked him before the season, you know, how important was this to him? And, you know, he said, this is my last season, regardless of if I hit it or not. But just to see, like, how he turned it on in the second half, you could tell that, like, this was definitely something he wanted to get done. 
I'm with you. The pool holes one for what both of you said to me was the, is the impact, the one I cared a little bit more about. Cause like Peyton said, you grew up with Albert Pools. He was the face of that Cardinal franchise for a while. The, the Aaron judge one to me doesn't impress me because Aaron judge is six, eight. Like the dude is uh, Jack. The dude should do that on a daily. Like he should hit a lot of home runs. I would so, say, let me spin that for you. He'll do it again. He'll do it again. Exactly. Like it's gonna isn't gonna be a one-off thing. I'm sure of it. Right. To where Albert Pujols, this is it. I always did wonder though, if Pujols got to the end of the year and it was six ninety nine, like there had to be the temptation to say, you know what, no. I'm gonna come back because I got to get one more. Like I, I can't go out at six ninety nine. Let me ask you, Peyton. If you're if you were Albert Pools, now we know he hit 700. If he'd ended at 699, would you have just kept your retirement, or would you go back and say, you know what, I want the fucking record. I want 700. I would have. I would have literally done this. You can't see this at home, but I would have been like this, like want to walk in the front office. And... Hey, how you doing? How you doing? So uh, I hear the NBA's got ten day contracts. Can we? Uh, what do we? Uh, can we get one of those and you know just keep renewing it on like a ten day basis? Like just let's just keep running around till we hit. It. You know, I mean, you don't need me. I don't need you. I just want to wreck. You know, I mean, let's all bullshit each other. We all want something. If you're gonna sell tickets for like hopefully only ten games. Probably the biggest crowd you'll ever see opening day. I think that's what I would want. That would be an idea, that you think, right? Like that would get the, the biggest with, crowd they've ever seen on opening day if you were to do that. What's the movie with Bernie Mac? Is it is it called Mr. Mr. Three Thousand? Mr. Three Thousand. Yeah. Very similar idea of like the yeah. guy just needed like however like four hits or some shit, and I'm like, oh, I love watching that movie. If it's ever like it's a classic like uh, TNT movie middle of the day movie where you're like, huh, I haven't seen this in a while. You'll put that on again for the 50th time. Yeah, you're like, I always think about that movie where like it was like some random person figured out the stat was wrong or something. I would have literally been like, I would have probably tried to kill the guy. Because if I had that many hits, I'd probably have a lot of money. Probably put a hit on that guy. He never talks. Like I'd be like, or I'd give him money. Be like, okay, man. You understand I've been out of the league for so long. I can't do this. So this brings me to the Aaron Judge conversation because Aaron Judge got took some heat over the weekend because I don't know how many of you watched the Clemson Wake Forest game on ABC on Saturday afternoon. I heard it was I heard it was absolutely awesome. But I was It was I, a great game. However, they would cut in during the game for Aaron Judge at bats. <laughs> and it was a split screen with the Clemson Wake Forest game with the with the Aaron Judge at bat against the Red Sox, but you got the the TV broadcast of the baseball mm-hmm. game. Is is that really like to me when I saw that, you know, I was watching that game and I said Baseball needs to kind of check itself at the door, I think, a little bit. You, It's not of mm-hmm. that importance anymore to where 
okay, I understand Aaron Judge, th- th- this is history, but does it really matter in the grand scheme of things? Like on a Saturday afternoon, Brandon, Peyton, were you actively going, oh, Aaron Judge is at bat, let me see what he does? No. I'm going to keep it 5,000 with you. I thought he already did it. So, um, <laughs> like, I thought he hit, six, what is it, 61? Or he need to get 62. He needs to get 62 to break the record. He's one away from tying the record. Okay, so I thought he was – so he's at 60. We're quite he's at This 60. is baseball talk. This, I didn't want to do this, but this is baseball talk. Um, <laughs> so he needs two home runs. How many games are left? Ten. After Ten. T- well, nine after today, I guess. Are they involved in the Florida thing at all? Like, are they going to get games? No. They play Toronto, um, the Orioles, and then the Rangers. Oh, Oh, he'll get it. Is the game in Toronto? Yes. Oh, good place to hit a home run into no no fans in the outfield. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's where he's going to do it. Yeah. In that series right there, book it. Um, I don't know. I mean, like, we all, like, it's kind of like the Pujols thing. Like, we all, we to be honest, like, I don't give a shit. Like, it's cool. But, like. I mean, yeah, he's, he, didn't like, he, he just joined the club. It wasn't like he broke the record. And, like, their judge thing is, like, I think it's cool. Like, it's very impressive. But, like, in my mind, Barry Bonds has that record. And I'll never get off that. Like, I don't care. I don't. And now I know it, 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 this would be the most home runs in AL, though, regardless of all that, right? Yes, because everybody else was in the National League when they set the record. Yeah. So, like, I get that part of it, like, um, like that's cool, but at the same time, like Barry Bonds for me and Mark McGuire and Sammy Sush are the ones that have those records. I they hit the home run. It went the they hit that many in a year. I mean, like I'm not taking that away from them. Like I'm not condoning what they did, but I mean, like you got to be like, okay. I mean, I, I'm kind of like you, David, in the way like not that he's six eight, but I'm like you're supposed to do this, like. He bet on himself, and now he's like like Lamar Jackson is. They bet on themselves to get a big fucking contract, and he's going to get a big goddamn contract. Like, if anyone's, like, looking for sympathy, like, oh, shame on you. Like, no, this guy's going to get $500 million. He doesn't need me to care about this. So, to answer the final question, probably keep it out because football is sacred on Saturdays. I was going to say. My, my thing with the whole Aaron Judge thing is, like, if this was Jose Altuve doing this, <laughs> now, now, like, now it's like, okay. That's noteworthy to me that he's hitting 61 home runs in a season or whatever. But oh, so I thought you were going to say, I thought you were going to say, keep it off TV because he's a goddamn cheater. Put it on C-SPAN. That's yeah. what I would have done. Well, that, that too. But in the same token, it's like, it, it's not as impressive when you're 6'8", 260 pounds. Like you're going to hit balls far. Yeah. Unlike Jose Altuve, who when he hits the moonshot home runs, you're kind of like, you know what? That that's actually damn impressive because sometimes yeah. that ball is literally at his eyeballs, and he's hitting it out for a home run. Brandon, your thoughts before we move on? Yeah, you know, I they sent me a uh, a notification today, actually, Bleacher Report. Uh, you know, saying you know, tune into the Yankees Blue Jays game today. Didn't even turn it on. I mean, it's not that I'm <laughs> saying turn like, it on. Yeah, like I'm not even saying like I like I don't care, but like you don't care. I mean, yeah, I just I, that's, <laughs> just that's what baseball fails to realize. I think in this is that 
as cool as it is, and I'm a lifelong baseball fan, as cool as it is, nobody really cares. It's, and, like, I understand it's an all-time record, but, like, it's just not – like, this is not a sport that I really care about, but I will tell – I will say this. When LeBron passes Kareem and Magic this season for points and assists, I will be tuned in to whatever games or game that that happens. And if it just so happens to coincide, which I doubt, uh, you know, I'll be tuned in. But for both games, I, I will be locked in 100%. Mm-hmm. I thought you were going to say your Celtics, and then I was like, I don't know if we want to go there. No, the I, hey, right I'm now. still, hey, like, I'm still tapped into that too, man. I mean, that's, down, ain't ain't floating away. Come on now. Yeah, that's really like that whole situation is like, unless there is more to what they said, it's like it's not news. So until we get something that is like, oh man, like you know that really shouldn't have happened. I mean, who who cares at the end of the day? Yeah, I, I need a full. I'm not. I don't want to get into that, but I need a full report of like what went down. I don't need. I don't need like dancing around. He had in a, like when people go inappropriate things. Like I want to fuck. Like I want to know what the guy did. You know what I mean? Like I want to know. Give me the details. I'm a grown man. I can handle it. You know. I mean, we let dudes on Wall Street. We just air their shit out when they. <laughs> Jordan Belford. Uh, arrested with cocaine and strippers on an airport. You know what I mean? Like, people just air that out. Like, come on, let me know what this guy did. <laughs> I, th- there has to be something that the Celtics aren't reporting. That, like, that to me, there has to be more because basically what was said happens in every workplace. Like, they investigated it before them. Be- they, you know, I mean, they've been investigating. Like, why would you do right. that if something, you know? If it was just what they're telling us it is. So, to me, there's more to that. All right. We need to mention our friends at Drizzly, and then we're diving into all things NFL. And first, we're going to get Peyton's got a story from Knoxville. He went to the Florida-Tennessee game. So, we'll get to that in a second. But first, summer may be winding down, but that only means football season is on the horizon. Fall is here. We got football from morning to night. We got the London game this week. So you can wake up at 9.30, have a cold one, have a cold one till 11.30 at night. But you don't want to have to leave your couch just to get your alcohol. Use Drizzly to get the alcohol delivered to you so you don't miss a single second of football. Drizzly partners with local businesses to get their customers alcohol at competitive rates without having to leave the house. Our listeners can use promo code KICKOFF5 to get $5 off your first order of 20 bucks or more. That's K-I-C-K. OFF5 to get $5 off your first order of 20 bucks or more. Why wait till halftime for a beer run when the beer can come to you? Again, use promo code KICKOFF5 today and never miss a moment of football season again. Must be 21 years or older to order. Not available in every market. Please drink responsibly. And now, into the good part of this podcast, we're going to dive into the football and a lot to get into in the NFL. But first, our guy, Peyton Gerard, who we have sent on assignment a couple times this year, including out to L.A., he was sent on assignment to Knoxville, Tennessee, for maybe the biggest game thus far to college football season, the Florida-Tennessee game. And, Peyton, something happened in that game. To you. So, so um, let me first off by saying, probably the first person to say it's Knoxville on game day is special. It is insane. There are 100,000-some people there, and it is packed. 
I mean, I've never seen a stadium so packed on a game day in my life. Um, so where to begin? Um, also, Neyland Stadium. I'll say this, Dave. Loudest stadium I've ever been in. Nothing. No NFL stadium will ever touch it. Um, there's just nothing. You, you can't. I mean, it's just the fear, the sheer, like, amount of people. My, I can feel the place shaking from my feet when people are yelling on my third down. Um, did you watch the game, any of you? I did watch the game. So, yeah, yeah. You know, so you saw when Billy Napier was getting – he got the penalty because they, they wouldn't review the touchdown for Tennessee, and he wouldn't get off the field. That place, I think, was going to explode, and then it did explode whenever they punched it in. It was like the biggest fucking touchdown I think I've ever seen in my life. Like, I literally thought Tennessee and them were going to fight right there. Um, so, getting to that point of uh, the game, like I've been saying, a lot of people, the space of where you're sitting. So, I sat kind of like – it was upper, but it was like the lowest part of the upper deck. So it's like bench seating, you know, like a normal bench. And um, you're tight. I mean, you're elbow to elbow. Your feet space are literally where you have your feet, and that's it. Like, you don't – you can't go forward. You can only go back, and you're, like, almost going to fall forward, right? All on top of each other. So whenever I was sliding in to get into the game, I had bumped, like, just grazed, really, um, an older man, um, probably in, like, his 60s or so, maybe late 50s. like grazed the back of them with my foot. And I said, oh, I'm sorry. I was just scooting in, right? No big deal. I don't think of anything of it. I talked with the guy the whole game, like majority of the game. You know, he's asked me how many times I've been in Knoxville, everything like that. Cool. We're friends. He's asking me, he's like, you see that play? I'm like, yeah, I saw that. Good play. And um, I went to go get beer and I went to go get myself a water because I hadn't drank water all day. I wasn't really like, I've definitely been drunker at like an NFL game, like Steelers game. So I was in, I was still in a pretty decent space, you know, mentally. So I'm coming down and I did the old, uh, went a r- the row above scooting across. So I was just going to step down. That's a pro move, I think. Um, but what happened was when I put my foot down, I got caught up and I slipped just a little and I bumped the guy again, like with my, probably like my leg, but I, I didn't fall over or spill anything. So I was like, oh shit, I'm so sorry. Like I, when I'm, Step down, I missed it a little bit. So I'm like, okay, apologize. Dude turns around. He looks at me, he goes, that's it. I've had enough. You, you're drunk. And he looks at like the people around me. He, he's hammered. He, he needs to stop drinking. He, he's done. He, you're cut off, buddy. And I was like, whoa. And by the way, while he's saying this, I'm holding a bottle of water. So I'm like, okay, all right. That's, you know, you're freaking out. I'm like, I'm so, I, like, I'm so sorry. It really didn't mean to. I just, my footing slipped. He, and then the guy next to me, and this is where I went wrong. We, we went, me and my buddy Daniel and a guy, Tyler. And this guy next to me, we were friends with him, played golf with him in the morning. His name's Austin. I would say Austin is about everything that embodies a big uh, redneck guy from Tennessee. He's about 6'3", has a beard like Dave, hand tats, arm tats, sleeves, the whole, whole shebang. This dude's probably about 6'3", 300 pounds, big dude. He starts talking on behalf. He goes, sir, you don't need to get all loud with us. You know, two Tennessee guys jawing at it now. I'm like, I should have probably stepped in here again. But this guy, he just started talking to him. I'm like, oh, shit. So he said, well, if you feel so strongly about this, sir, you can go get the cops or security or someone. What do you think the old man did? He got up immediately and went to go find somebody. It's like three, four minutes passed. I don't think anything of it. He hasn't come back. 
thought maybe he actually just left. You see the, the security come down, the cops come down the aisle. So they come down, they point out the guy that was arguing with Austin. And then like, they didn't even point at me. So like, I could have probably gotten away with like staying, but I was like, I was the one who like kind of caused the whole thing. I'm gonna walk out with. We get up, walk into the concourse, four cops just standing there. And he goes, I don't want to hear anything about it. This is the seventh complaint about I've got from you guys. I'm like, how did we arrive at seven? Don't even know where that came from. That's a crazy <laughs> number. And he's like, I don't want to hear anything about it. You got two options. You're either getting escorted and we're walking you down right now, or I'm arresting you and throwing you in the drunk. And I'm like, for what? And I'm like, like he didn't even want to hear our story. They want to hear us talk. The dude, Austin, he, was, he didn't like what that guy had to say. I was kind of like this. Uh, sir, I will be leaving this game immediately because uh, the other option sucks uh, <laughs> royally, and uh, I can't imagine going to jail for this. So I'm going to walk. Um, so Austin starts walking me. Um, our buddies, they were good guys. They actually walked out with us in solidarity, I suppose. Um, they are like, fuck this. This is stupid. They're walking out. The Austin guy's still yelling. I'm talking to the main cop to get this out. Realize he's not a fucking cop. He's a rent a cop. Because I'm looking him up and down. I don't see a gun. And he definitely doesn't have a badge. And then I'm like, oh, this guy is just security. So this is why this is happening. And this is, I was like, I've dealt with like cops before at like a game. Like this would never happen. There'd be a conversation, all that. Walking out, the guy's like John with me. And he's, I'm talking, I'm just talking. And he's like, he goes, is this guy always like this? I'm like, actually, believe it or not, I just met this guy today. Um, you know, whatever. And he goes, well, you should find better friends. And I, and I just looked at him, I go, I think not. I think you guys are just being dickheads. And he looked at me like, excuse me? And I was like, you guys are being insane. I go, I've never heard of anything. So you just, I go, if I walked out there and I just pointed at this guy, this guy, this guy, they're sitting around me. And I was like, they're drunk and they bumped me and threw a beer at me. You just throw them out so I can get more leg space. <laughs> like, is that what you're saying? Like, he was like, I don't want to hear it. Walk. And that, then we got to the bottom. I really knew they weren't cops. Because he said, let me see your badge number. And I was like, I was like, he doesn't have a badge. And he goes, I don't have to give this. This isn't TV. Little did he know the other guy we were with was a cop in uh, Nashville. So I believe that that guy is probably going to reach out to somebody about that. Maybe be like, hey, there's a bunch of assholes. If they're really cops, they kind of did some shitty shit. Um, so we walked out with like nine minutes left in the fourth quarter. So I didn't even see the, the end of the game, which is kind of awesome. I mean, look at the stuff you get yourself into, buddy. I was just going to say thoughts. Thoughts. Uh, it's a whole lot of nothing, in my opinion. Like, that, right? to me, it just like, seems like a non-issue. It seems like we were at a football game. Come on, you won't Yeah, it just feels like uh, it was uh, – How I, I just want to know how the dude went from, like, just being, like, completely okay, and the second bump is, like, we pushed him over the edge. Yeah. Hold on. What was, what that, was that audio? What, where did that come from? I, I I heard something that I'm sure I misheard. What? I'm sure I misheard. Where did, did that audio? Just hear that? <laughs> I, did I miss something? It had to have happened to Brandon. Like some audio just got in my headphones and. Oh yeah, I was like scrolling through, uh, scrolling through Instagram and went past the reel. Hey, I think that's yo, what you heard. Hey, don't go on the reels, bro. Those are bad news bears, bro. <laughs> Dude, okay, back to this. Um, yeah, I think that guy. I think he just like 
crazy. I don't know. I, I like I said, I think I made the right choice. Like drunk, take arrested, walk out of a Tennessee football game. But, but I think you can make the argument though that it would be a better story to say, hey, I ended up in the drunk tank. Yeah, but the problem is, I think this, I would probably, like, I don't know how the drunk tank works. I think it's like, I don't know if you have to be in there for 24 hours full time. I don't think that's true. I think you just wait until you're, like, low as zero. That would have probably taken me, like, two hours. Like, a blow zero. Like, I don't... No, I know. I I get that, but I, I, I think the cooler story, instead of I mean, look, you handled it the right way. But the cooler story is saying, hey, I ended up in a drunk t- in the drunk tank at the University of Tennessee. Yeah. Like that, that you got a little creed in your story. It's yeah. a little now you look like the certified badass by getting put in the drunk tank. I, I suppose I say I would say this, though, um, when I told my dad about all this, what do you think his immediate reaction was? Brandon, you go first. Uh, I'm sure he was, you know, probably upset. Not at you, okay. but probably just the, the situation in itself. Okay. Probably thought you were a dumbass, is what I would think. Um, He laughed at me. He just laughed. He just hysterically laughed. It was like, that's unreal. Like, he's just like laughing. Like, I kept telling him, like, I kept interjecting, like, I couldn't believe it. He just laughed. Like, he barely he didn't even tell me what he thought. He was like, Well, <laughs> you made the right he goes, You made the right choice. And I was like, I thought so. So, you know. But Knoxville, cool place. Really, uh, really good venue. Like I would if I'll tell you what, like if you could go to Florida, Tennessee, like that's definitely the game to go to for sure. Mm. Um but uh and also I took away like Tennessee's offense is really good. I think their defense is off. Like when they play Bama, they—I mean, it might be an eighty-point game. So maybe it's bad know. SEC defense, very bad. Yeah, but like you know, there's always the Bama or the Georgias that are like really good. The Bama doesn't look that good on off defense this year, so I'm like, might be like a fifty-two to like forty game, like literally. That's kind of how I feel about watching Oklahoma this season, man. It's like I understand it's a Big Twelve team. And like they never yeah. played defense, I get that. But like them losing that game this weekend was I, I I was talking to my cousin like before that game happened because he was asking me like I guess he wanted to bet on it. He wanted to know who was gonna win. I said I could see Oklahoma winning, but it would probably be by like a touchdown or two, and I wouldn't be surprised if they lost. Now I mean, what do you know? There you go. Yeah. That defense is just so bad, and if they come up against an offense, it's like just somewhat competent, they're probably going to lose a game. I'm telling you what, give me Kansas in the Big 12 championship. That would just be awesome. What happened to Texas, man? Uh, Uh, What happens to Texas ever? They died. They died. Uh, I watched the dude, um, the guy, he works for Barstool, Dana Beers, probably the most disrespectful horns down I've ever seen. Did you see it? I did. Picture of it? I do. No, I've never understood why that's so tilting to people. Like, I it's get it, so but I don't honest. at the same time. I, it's so, well, it's gotten worse because you if you do it in the game, you get penalized because of uh, what was the guy right before uh, Sir Tom Keith, Herman? Uh, he he got got it to the rule committee. Now, if you do it, it's unsportsmanlike conduct, 15 yards. 
So it's it kind of like adds to doing the horns down at him. But he did, Dave. He ran. They stormed the field, and he ran right over the Texas mascot and the cheerleaders, and he just went. And all you can see is this terrible Texas mascot helmet just looking at him like a dummy. Just like, uh, no, this can't happen. And he just like, did it. so I don't know. I uh, ah, Texas. Oh. Okay. We'll, we'll save back. we'll save a lot of the college football talk for next week. We have our buddy Bill Bender will join us mm-hmm. on next week's podcast to go talk about some college football with us. We need to get into the NFL, a lot to get into. And let's start with probably the biggest surprise in week three. That would be the Jacksonville Jaguars went out to L.A. and not only beat the Chargers, but thumped the Chargers. In a 38-10 to 10 beatdown. So let me ask this question first, looking at Jacksonville. Does this give you any sort of confidence potentially in what this Jaguar team could do this year? Not really. I, I think it's too early still to just, like, make predictions on teams unless they've suffered a major injury in some, some way. Uh, yeah, I would say this though. Two things. With the and this isn't like speaking about like if I think they're great or not, they can win that division right now. Like the way that everyone else is playing, like the Colts, I understand they beat the Chiefs, but like, okay, but like you laid an egg against the Jags already. You lost twenty-four nothing. The Titans were zero and two, and they looked anemic like the first two weeks. Like. And the Texans, I mean, I, no, I, Davis Mills fan club, Brandon, respectfully, but they're not winning that division. So, like, I think they could win that division. And also, I'm starting to think, like, I don't think Christian Kirk was worth the money they pay, but, like, they're at least seeing return on their investment. So, that's good. That's definitely positive. Yeah, not, I mean, he was definitely going to be good, just not that. Was he? Was he? He was he was going to be good for them, yes, but he was not okay. worth that contract in the slightest. You will not see a level of production that warrants that contract from him. If he does what he did did last week and like every week and the week before, like, yeah, I think then he then it then it then it holds up. But I don't know. I think they can win that division right now. The way it goes. Well, I mean, that's the biggest thing for me is if they play at a semi consistent level they can win that division hands hands down because i mean the colts yeah i know the colts won but that's uh, that team's got a lot of problems and it starts offensively and it starts at the quarterback position i will admit that even though it's not the sole reason why they haven't really invested at the receiver position like they should have but if you're jacksonville i mean it may only take seven wins to win that south because tennessee Tennessee's offensive line is not very good. So when they can't run Derrick Henry, it's what we all knew. If you force Ryan Tannehill to have to beat you, you have a chance to win the football game. And Houston, I mean, Houston's just going to kind of be there at the bottom. They're not anywhere close to competing. They're going to annoy teams all year, though. I can, like, yes. you can tell they're going to fight. They're going to – they'll get blown out, like, one game to somebody – but, like, they're just going to be the pesting, annoying team that, like, just won't die. And you're like, God damn it. But I also look at Jacksonville and watching it, 
to me, really shows how badly Urban Meyer screwed that team up. Because when oh, you look at yeah. when you look at what's there, Trevor Lawrence looks exactly like what we all thought he was going to be. Now James Robinson and Travis Etienne were both banged up, but they look great. Marvin Jones looks back to his old self. The defense that they've invested a lot of young talent in is starting to look competent enough there. So you kind of sit there and you're like, my takeaway is, holy shit, Urban Meyer really screwed this one up. All that young talent on that team, for them to play as bad as they did, is to me an indication of how poor of a coach Urban Meyer was for that organization last year. Yeah, but that I mean, we all knew that. I I know we all knew that, but it's 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 sort of like now it's the reminder when you watch the Jaguars. It's like, oh wow, yeah, this. Uh... How many games did he coach until he got fired? Fourteen. No way. Was it that many? Yeah, he he yeah, got... he was there. Whoa. Yeah. I have no idea, but I thought it was like six. I think it was right around Thanksgiving, if I'm not mistaken, when they made the change because it was after the bar incident. No, the bar incident was earlier in the year. That was after a Thursday night game. It was after, (laughs) oh, who was the kicker that the Jaguars had? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Oh, I can't even remember. I want to say it was Josh Lambeau or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I think you're right. It was uh, 13 games. Yeah, 13. Because it was when it was that report came out that he kicked the kicker in the preseason for missing a kick. And then it was the athletic piece that basically detailed just how poorly the organization had been run since he took over. And that's when the Jaguars decided to make the, the switch and get rid of him. And I think. I think I'm, they only won maybe one game with Urban Meyer. They finished mm-hmm. with three wins, but I think they only won one game with Urban Meyer. They won two with Darren Bevel, including the last game of the year. You know what's crazy? Like, he's, like, on Fox. I think that's just insane. Well, when have we ever said Fox has been smart when it comes to hiring their commentators? Uh... Nah, Gus Johnson's still my guy. I'm not, say, I'm not saying that they don't hire good ones, but, I mean, look at some of the people that they've hired in the past that hasn't worked. Durbin Meyer's right up there. Like, they kind of, when it comes to morals and things like that, they kind of side skirt some of that stuff with them. Maybe. I mean, because look, the bad boys. The bad boys of the entertainment industry. Yeah. Well, I mean, in, in a way, you make the same argument about Michael Vick, and he's on Fox. So I'm not saying that I make that argument, but there are people that say, he shouldn't be employed and put on TV. And Fox puts him on TV. So there is that. Hey, I'm just saying, if anyone says that, you, you can come to my comments and write Twitter. I'll argue with you all day. That went to jail. You know, was it long enough? Maybe not for you, but he did. So. So we have two. There are two unbeaten teams in the NFL, the Eagles and the Dolphins. You had to put money right now. Who do you have more confidence in, Brandon? Oh man! Let me tell you how. Hey, country subject, dog. Yeah. Um. Philly. 
How you said that is the best part about this. You said it like you ran up to the mic and went Philly and ran in the other direction because you didn't yeah. want the backlash. I just, I, I think that's just the easiest. Uh, their schedule is ridiculously easy through like the first like eight weeks. Honestly, the entire season, but through the first eight weeks, it's pretty much like they should just go undefeated. There should be no yeah, reason I, for them to lose a game in the first eight weeks. But so that's what I'm saying. Like you're going, you're going that way. But then you got the Dolphins who have beaten the Ravens, the Patriots, and, and the Bills. Um, yeah, but they but can you, definitely lose a game. They should have lost the game Sunday. But you can definitely <laughs> lose a game. They can Ed definitely Dorsey lose a game before the Eagles. Dorsey would agree with you. He would. He would absolutely agree with you. A lot of yeah, people would. No. We had to make a million mistakes and be out 10 starters to, to for them to lose a game, but you know, or for them to win a game, but you know, it is what it is. Uh I just think the Eagles, I think the Eagles just in terms of rosters on paper, probably have the best roster in the league on paper. Like I if if I had to be honest, I, I think they do from top to bottom. It's it's pretty much it's a studied every position. Well, I like the running back is at the moment. Miles Sanders. Any of them? Sanders, Gainwell. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the other guys in there. Yeah. Barton Scott, whatever. Or Baron Scott, whatever. Like, whatever. I mean, it's the Eagles for me because I think their defense is better than Miami's. That Miami defense, you kind of get fooled because they only gave up 19 points in week two, week three, rather, only seven in week one. But I mean, it's their defense is not overly impressive in my where you're in that Eagle defense and you're like, oh, they got guys that can play. You got Jalen, uh, Darius Slay, you got Rodney McLeod. No, excuse me, not Rodney McLeod. Um, forget it's just oppressive, honestly. Yeah, the defense it is. is oppressive. And whereas Miami's, you're kind of like, I think you're on the backside of being a really good defense. Sort of like, mm-hmm. I want to put the Rams in that category of you were a great defense. Now I kind of think you're just middle of the road defense to maybe on the other side of the cliff with the Rams and I think with Miami. But Miami should be one and two. The Ravens shouldn't have blown a 21-point lead. Buffalo, like you said, Brandon, made a million mistakes and Miami kicks the ball off the butt of their up back and still – Which was Buffalo awesome. Has... Which was awesome. Can you, imagine, can you imagine being that guy? That took the. I mean, like, what do you? Because you screw up. That's gotta hurt, like, fuck. Yes, you. It hurts, but in the same token, you absolutely screwed up on that. Like, that's the part where I'm like, I would have just walked right out of the stadium. Like, I wouldn't. I wouldn't even gone to the sideline. (laughs) I'm just. I'm done. I'm. I'd have pulled a Vernon Day. Uh, uh, what was his name? Antonio Brown just did. Yeah, I just. I. I'd have been done because to me. I'm nationally embarrassed because I took a football off the ass that turned into a safety. They won, so it's okay. I don't know. If you read what the special teams coach said, he was not too happy. So I wouldn't want to be that up up back in that film session because I'm sure you rewind it about 20 times every time the show. Here's what you don't do. Don't step in front of the punter. You get a footballectomy. Yeah, but he's still got a job, so you know what I mean? 
we think. I don't even know who the guy was. So to be totally honest, I haven't looked. Might be Dan. Um, yeah. Be. Well, if he was in, if he was like under Mike Vrabel or Bill Belichick, he'd be dead. But what I will say with the Eagles, we, I think we knew AJ Brown was going to work in Philadelphia, but right now, oh, it's it, it's on another level with where the Eagles are this year with AJ Brown. Opposite Devontae Smith with Dallas Goddard. Like, uh, to me, the offense. What did AJ Brown do Sunday? I actually didn't keep that. I just saw Devontae Smith. I think he had about seven catches. I didn't, let me. Mm. Well, That's I okay. Know. I don't. It's not that deep. I'm just, I just know Devontae Smith was like eating. Like, he had like 156 yards in like the first half. But you know what? That's going to happen if you have an AJ Brown on the other side. Because let's be honest, last year, who were the Eagles running out at number two? It was Jalen Rager. Ugh. Like, no offense, Ugh. I'm going to take Jalen uh, uh, AJ Brown opposite Devontae Smith over Jalen Rager opposite Devontae Smith. By the way, AJ Brown, five catches, 85 yards, and a touchdown. Oh. So, plenty of production out of that, that group there. Mm-hmm. Let's talk quickly about the Ravens, and then we're going to get into some of the big games in week number four. Talk about what? Talk about what? The price tag for oh. Lamar Jackson. Three fifty. I, I just don't. I just don't understand. If you weren't gonna, like, if you weren't gonna pay him before, are you gonna pay him now? Like, I, I'm not understanding. Oh, yeah. Does just... money just appear? Like, where are you freeing it up? You know. What, I, what I'm curious about, and I know reading and talking to people, the big holdup is the fully guaranteed contract. And I get that because right now the only trend in terms of quarterbacks getting a fully guaranteed contract is the guy in Cleveland. So I can understand that hesitancy of I don't want to give a fully guaranteed contract sort of talk. But I get from the same side, Lamar Jackson sitting there going, hey, look what I'm doing for this team. And look at the guy that got the first fully guaranteed contract. I'm better than him. So I should make the first, get a fully guaranteed contract. I get both sides of it. I don't know how this does, how it resolves itself. You know what I mean? Like to me, who's going to blink? I think is the question. And it might be the Ravens. The Ravens might just get to the offseason and say, do we really want to play Russian roulette at the quarterback position? Because that's what you're going to do if you don't give Lamar Jackson a long-term contract is you'll play Russian roulette until you find the next quarterback. All I'm saying is right now, if it's week nine or week eight, and this level of play is still there, I'd just do it in the middle of the year. Big boost in confidence. Team morale goes up. Just get it done. We're on forward. There's nothing to even talk about. Let's go do it. That's what I would do. I think part of the problem with that, though, is he doesn't have an agent. And, and it's, it's been such a selling point. But it's a, it's a big knock now because he's got to go in there on his own and have these contract negotiations in the midst of a season, and he doesn't want to do that. And I get that from a player's standpoint. But in the same token, when does that level of desperation kick in for one side? 
That's what I'm curious about. Because I, I don't know how you guys feel. I think Lamar Jackson is going to be a Raven for a while. I, I, I see it coming together. I see a contract ha- happening. But to me, who's the one that gets desperate first, I think, is a question. Does Lamar say, hey, you know what? I want this security. I want to know this is where I'm going to be for five, for five or six years. Or do the Ravens say, you know what? We really don't want to play the quarterback game. We'll pay him what he wants because this is what the going trend is in the NFL now. Well, you better, <clears throat> for your sake, I hope he makes it to whatever that decision <laughs> hey, is in one piece. He said, he <laughs> said listen up here. Hey. Yeah, he said, come whatever. around. Hey, for your sake. Yeah, whenever. He's he leaning uh, real close. Yeah, whenever they get to that uh, to that decision, I hope he's there in one piece. Because it's not going to be pretty in the in the, the social media streets for the Ravens. Yeah, I would – um. I see. I, I'm very similar to you, Dave. I just can't. It's weird. Where like, it's at the point now for me where I can't envision him playing in another uniform or any other team for any coach. Like, it's like weird. Like, I just can't envision it. Now, the fact that I can't envision it doesn't mean that 31 other NFL teams aren't thinking, exactly. "How the fuck do I get this guy?" Because we can get how you feel is one thing, but how, what I'm gonna pay you, son, is gonna be a lot more. Come here. Let me talk to you for a second. Like. If I have a question, so this is a contract thing. So we don't have to go over this too long. But if he doesn't, they don't give him an offer. They're going to try to franchise tag him, right? Right. So he can't even hear other options or offers, right? That He can't take another deal. Is that how that – I've never understood that. They can put a transition tag on him, which is a yeah. reduced tag, but then he can talk to other teams. If it's a straight franchise, then you are – only talking to the Ravens and that's it. But how, what determines that? I've actually never looked at. It. I understand like the money and like you get it the third year. It's an average salary of blah blah blah. But like, so anybody they can just do that? Like, he's out. Of, is he out of contract after this year? Yes. This was this was the fifth year option year he's playing on right now. Okay. So what I, what I'm struggling to understand here, and again, this is all contract talk. This is boring people, but. How does that? How do people get to use the franchise tag when you're not under contract? You see what I'm saying? Like, do, do they get like a window? I know, oh, I know they do get a window. They get, they get, they get, yeah, they get the ah, window. Stupid. God damn it. I figured it out. All right, moving on. Let's, I got one more question. If you were the Chargers, would you have played Justin Herbert Sunday? We know he's hurt. Fuck the- no. Especially with that goddamn doctor and the operation he was doing again. Like, why is that kind of fire? Yeah, I don't know how he kept his job, honestly. He's he did the same thing. I just don't I, I don't get it. I, I just I'm waiting for someone to answer me. I don't know. I don't have an answer. I would never. I mean See, that's why it goes back to our first thing about the Jags. Like, he wasn't 100%. You could see it. I mean, like, he wasn't healthy. And now the, now the Chargers, it doesn't – honestly, Dave, I'm going to keep it – I'm going to tell you, like, and Brandon, like, if I'm them with the injuries they just had, I'm sitting them. There is no way I'm sending him out there without that left tackle. No way. Like, I, 
I'm going to send you out there now with fucked up ribs and you don't have protection. No way. It, season's over for that anyway. So. I was going to say, I, I pulled their schedule up. They got Houston. They're in Houston on Sunday. Following week at Cleveland. Home for the Broncos on Monday night. And then home for the Seahawks and at Atlanta. Yeah, they're bye week. I'm trying to see when their bye week is. Their bye week is between the Seahawks and the Falcons. Like, can Chase Daniel win? Can you go 500 with uh, Chase Daniel in those four I games? Say, I we, think what so. Are we paying Chase, what are we paying Chase Daniel for for all these years if he ain't got a little left in the tank, you know? I, to me, I just – I think you sit him. Because, again, the West the West is not the – Right. And the West isn't a powerhouse like we thought it was. Denver is – Hey, look, are you guys ready to have the talk yet? Like – well, let's have it before he, we get into. Like, he, ain't, he ain't talked that. He ain't. He ain't, Mister Wonderful. Or no, unlimited. I'm. I'm on. He ain't. He ain't none of that. He ain't. Like you know, I think there's a little shot. They should give the punter two hundred fifty million dollars because the amount of times he's kicking the ball. Like he is. He's awful right now. Yeah. He ain't. Uh, he ain't. Uh, is I think he in your can... top ten. In mine. Yeah. A top ten of currently? Yeah. I you know, probably not. He might be like eleven. <laughs> I mean, every week it keeps going further for me. Every week off. it keeps going every further week, and further every, back. I'm right? just I'm just going every I'm just gonna keep moving them down because it is awful. Well, and the West, uh, I everybody build the West up as this great division. Raiders are bad. Even mm. though the Raiders are like, I you watch, you watch them. They're the no, best three team I've ever seen. <laughs> I, was, yeah, I hate using that cliche, but in a way, you're kind of like, it shocks you when you look at them and it, you're like, they're zero three, really? They're the only un- winless team. It doesn't make a lot of sense. Kansas City is not. Kansas City old, and I, I don't think you can blame that all on Tyreek Hill not being there. That though that does help, but uh, it, no, it just kind of working out the the kinks in the to, offense. Yeah, I'm starting to ask questions about Eric Benemy, not in the way you're thinking. I'm just like, saw you saw it was like, I'm not gonna say like it's all they've kept it all in house. All the like they, I'm sure they've argued. I mean, it's it's natural. Coach and player of that caliber are probably gonna butt heads. But you kind of saw it when they got a the little spat on the sideline. I don't think it's anything to worry about. But it's like, you know, LaShawn McCoy loves dragging that guy through the mud. So I don't know what that what Eric Benemy did do. LaShawn McCoy, he's spiteful. So I'm not taking that with a grain of salt. But I don't know. There's something like – I feel like there's something weird between them that, like, I just can't figure it out. I mean, again, if you're the Chargers, you're not out of this by any stretch of the imagination. So can you go two and two with Chase Daniel, get to the bye week, give Justin Herbert some time to let his ribs heal? I think is the only way you do this. All right, let's get into some of the games week four. Start Thursday night. The prime video game of the week is the Dolphins trying to go to 4-0 against Joe Burrow and the Bengals. What do we like? 
Dolphins. Give me the Bengals. Ooh. I'm going upset here. I'm taking the Bengals. Short week at home. I know they played the Jets, but it sort of kind of felt like a get-right game in a way for the Bengals to say, okay, we're back. We got a little bit of our mojo back. And Miami, again, I don't love that defense a lot. And this is not an offense. I mean, unless to cover zero blitz each Joe Burrow alive, which it may very well may do. Dude, he, 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 even though they beat the Jets handily, he still got hit, like, hard. He got hit. Yeah, like, he he ain't walking out of this season healthy. I just can't imagine. There's no way. By the way, he's going to die. Cincinnati is the favorite in this game. I know. know. They're getting laid four points right now. I'm I'm taking the Dolphins. I'm sticking with with Mike McDaniels. All right. The Bills and the Ravens and probably one of the better one o'clock games on Sunday from MNT. The tragedy that this is a one o'clock game, by the way. I don't know. I was thinking the same thing. I, I, I like flex it. Flex a goddamn week four week uh week four game or week three I, game. The only, the, I'm looking at it like they're not gonna it wouldn't have taken out Chiefs Buccaneers. That's a Sunday night game. No, so yes, only, it could have. Uh, you say that, but uh, What's the Monday I know night game. Monday night I game. Mean, well, you can't flex a Sunday afternoon game to Monday night. Well, no, I'm saying the scheduling was just bad from the get go. Okay. Yeah. Well, there's some merit. What? Here's where I will make the contention. The main game at the 4:25 window is the Patriots and the Packers. Okay. That's the on. big game. Like that, that's that. the game that needs to be out for Bills Ravens at 4:25. Yeah. You I you mean, you were putting these matchups. You were putting these matchups together. Lamar and Josh Allen. That's really all you need. Who cares who else is on the field? It could be them and a JV football team. We're coming to watch two Titans battle it out. That needs to be primetime television. Brandon is feeling very strongly about this. I'm taking the I do too. I got to rock the game. I got to rock the team, especially against Brandon. Brandon. Come on, man. Oh, just I, I know. I just, just I just <laughs> just ask Peyton. Do you I know? have power? I have you, all the power. Do you uh, want to put something game? on where this game, game, Brandon? Where is the game? Uh, Ooh. Ooh. It's in Baltimore. Hey, look, look here. Look here, Brandon. He's talking. He's feeling very confident right now. He was not this confident about a week ago. Know that. Take advantage of him. <sighs> I wasn't very confident a week before my entire team decided to just break. So, <laughs> you know, uh, and I know you can relate to that, Dave, because that's something yes, that you've I'm been saying, dealing I'd with for at least broken. the last three years. Yeah. Uh, well, but at least they have a secondary. I mean, we're starting undrafted free agents against these guys Sunday. So, like, uh, it, it'll be it'll be interesting. But I mean, what are we what are we talking about here? What are we talking about? What do you, what do you want to do? Where's your head at? What it's whatever. I mean, we're not in person, which kind of limits it. Like a pie to the face would be a great one for this. Loser gets a pie in the face, but it's kind of hard to do if we're not all in person. Mm-hmm. Though I'm not opposed to that idea. I don't even know where you like go to like where <laughs> where do you get pies to put in people's faces? The you get a normal pie. You get a normal ass pie, though. You get 
where do you find one of these things? Like the grocery <laughs> store bakery. Uh, yeah, where do you find uh, pie? Where do they, do they only sell those seasonally? I don't know. Yeah, like, uh, where do, where do but, I get a pie from here? Where do you I, get a pie? Uh, it's not Peyton? out here buying pies. Well, well, hold on. And what dessert do you have if you're not buying a pie every once in a while? Uh, eat a lot of cake, ice cream. Ah, mm. yeah. Pie is I... more of a for me a pie. I, the really the only pie that I do eat is sweet potato pie, and that's like a Thanksgiving thing. Like, oh, you like, like you like apple pie? I do like apple pie. It's just that I don't like. You know, we don't have it often. You're not a pumpkin guy, right? No, absolutely not. That's right. We've done this. We've we've done this whole care. We're not doing this pie. We're not no. doing baking. Um, so um, I would suggest what I would say. One of two options. One is a monetary bet between you two, and you can figure that out. You know, between yourselves, you don't have to air it out what the what the money is. Um, but I think that's the easiest of options. Two could be that um, hmm, I don't know how to word this. The other person has to wear the other team's a T-shirt of the other team for the next five weeks on Sunday. Oh. Every Sunday. Oh. Every what Sunday, are, no matter what. What like do you'd we have do? to wear? Like if the Ravens beat you, you'd have to wear a Ravens T-shirt every Sunday for the next like five Sundays. And take a photo of you out, like, or wherever you are, just wearing. And it's an honor system because we're not. Yeah, I own a together, shirt with Lamar on it. Does that count? No, it's got to be a Ravens logo. That's 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 a cop out. <laughs> uh. So I guess in a way it would stay mine. I'm just throwing ideas out here. I'm just you know. We'll figure some out. Tat- we'll figure some out between tat- now and we'll then. Do a tattoo? A tattoo? <laughs> no, we're not, not over that. No, we're not doing yeah. a tattoo over if that. If this is the AFC Championship game, sure. But week four, I am cool. <laughs> I, I, thought of, I thought of one that would be so good. It would just says, Lamar, greater sign, at Josh. Like, that would be, you know, that would be the tattoo. Who, which quarterback is that? You know, that kind of thing. But, um, I don't know. You guys... You guys, I think, should do a bet. I think it should be a bet. We'll, 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 figure, figure, we'll figure it out off air, and we will put it out on social media if there will be a bet so everybody can see. With that being said, I'm taking – I'm going to take uh, – where's the game? Baltimore. Baltimore. I'm going to take Baltimore, unfortunately. With you guys hurt, I just think. Oh, I know what are you doing? What are you doing? No, that, was, that was for Brandon. Hey, put me up. That was, was for Brandon. Me up, everybody. <laughs> that was for Brandon. Hayden <laughs> and I agreed no, I, on something. I just think, I just think, I and look, Brandon, you know, I'll never waver. I just, I'm looking at adversity here with a real, with a unbiased view. It looks challenging going into Sunday. Yeah, man, we just got a, it's a lot of, a lot of, a lot of questions to answer now. A lot of dinged up pieces. See, we brought in Xavier Rhodes for a, a visit this morning. So you know, we just got to. We're just picking bottom of the barrel to go run out there at quarterback or cornerback now. So uh, also, I want you guys to lose so I can uh, start betting you guys again for value because I just get no value at the goddamn Bills anymore. <laughs> Every everybody and their mother bets the bills, so that means Vegas loses. So I can't do that. So 
Got to be brought back down so I can make some money. All right. Two more games. We talked about the Jaguars. We talked about the Eagles. It's one of the better games in this Sunday afternoon docket. Do the, Jaguar, do the Eagles get to 4-0 or do the Jags play spoiler in Philly? I can't believe that this is one of the better games. I can't believe it that is, that sentence was just said. I, can, I cannot believe that. It actually is. Like I will, I'll rattle off the other games if you want to hear. Yeah, but that was so jarring. Like to hear that Eagles Jaguars is the better game. You want to pick Bears Giants? I mean, like that's the other game with. Yeah, but if you were to tell me this a year ago, or if you were to show me the schedule and go, "This is going to be one of the better games of the week," I would just laugh at you. Probably not even a year ago. Tell me that a month and a half ago, and I'd still laugh at you. Give me, still give me the Jags. Give me the Jags with the upset. Uh, I think the Eagles are probably going to beat them by like three scores, so I take the Eagles. Ooh. I take the Eagles to win, Jags to cover a six-and-a-half point spread. I think it's going to be close. I think it's going to be close, but where the talent, where the talent is – the Eagles are just a little bit better. I think that's enough. But this is a this is not a Jaguar team to sleep on. And finally, Chiefs and the Bucks Sunday night in disgusting. Tampa. However, it may not be in Tampa depending on what happens with Hurricane uh, Ian, mm-hmm. yeah. which yeah, I forgot what the name. They're going to move that game to Sun Monday, aren't they? And move it somewhere else. I'm probably gonna move well, somewhere else. Probably have to move used, somewhere else. I used to love when uh, I felt like I don't I don't know if this happened more than once, but I just felt like every time like a game had to be rescheduled, they used Detroit's field. Like I remember when the Metrodome collapsed, so they had to move the Vikings. They played I don't even know who, but they played like a Monday night in Detroit. Like, I think you just, just move to Detroit. Probably about an equal distance. Problems. Probably equal distance, you know, travel-wise. I will take the Chiefs in this game, by the way. I'm not no, – I'm as many injuries I'm for Tampa. Uh, yeah, I like the Chiefs bounce-back game. Can't imagine – here's a trivia thing. We don't need an answer on it. Has Patrick Mahomes lost back-to-back games in a row before? Not counting, like, I guess – no, I guess playoffs, that wouldn't make sense. Um but he started. Uh, I don't know. Uh, we'd have to look that up, but I'm 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 sure at some point losing back to back games is not like a like a wild thing. To, <laughs> like, that's that's not like crazy. But um, I would be more interested to know when the last time it happened. I'm sure it has, but, but when when was that time? You know what I'm saying? Um. But I think this game is probably going to be disgusting. Um, I just yeah, – the Tampa has just not looked great to me. I think the Chiefs looked not like the Chiefs last week. Um, I, I just feel like those issues on both teams are probably going to carry into this next game. It's going to be a – I think if it comes down to it being a defensive battle, I feel like the Buccaneers just take it because their defense is better, in, in my opinion. Um but I, I just don't know if that offense has enough firepower to, to just keep up. I mean, they're going to get Mike Evans back, uh, which is huge. 
you know, you need Lenny to look better, kind of like he did, you know, week one. Um, yeah, but really outside of that, I mean, just you working with one running back and one receiver is not really going to take you take you too far. Uh, Tom oh, is not looking like it the did, Tom. It, it, it did happen last year. And did it happen last year? Oh, yeah. Okay. Apparently, it's the only time he's ever done that. Yeah, I'm sure that was probably news that we missed. I'm sure he talked about that on Sports Center for three days straight about how this is the first time he lost back to back game. Um, Hmm. But yeah, I really don't know who to pick. I I feel like the Chiefs is probably like the the easy answer, but I can never really rule out that the Bucks defense and and Brady just kind of. Even if he doesn't play well, just doing enough to, to scrape by like he did last week. All right. Well, I think that's where we leave off this podcast for this week. Next week, we'll be back. We'll dive into college football with our buddy Bill Bender of Sporting News, and we'll dive into everything that has happened in the NFL. I'm losing my voice. So with that, for Peyton Gerard. Matt Canada's really going to test my fucking patience. So, uh, Win the game. Just the Jets. Just the Jets. Just win the game. Don't care how you do it. Just win. Just the Jets. <laughs> just the Jets. Just no big deal. Just win the game. Don't care how we do it. Just win. Fair Brandon enough. Stevens. Uh, you know, just stop getting hurt. That's my message. You know, it's a lot of injuries going on in this in this uh four weeks of football so far kind of makes you question like how important was it for people to play in the preseason to get that like extra conditioning um i think you got you went to miami at the worst time of the year to be honest like i'm not even saying just specifically for us just in general there's a lot of injuries around the league in general i think preseason is important so yeah me too i'm doing stuff have a great week, everybody. <laughs> I feel like Anchorman there for a second. Who am I? Have a great <laughs> week, everybody. We'll talk to you next week. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.